which is like 20, 25-ish minutes north of Pittsburgh. Um, I had an oldest sister, a brother that's older than me, and then, you know, my parents. None of them, like, really played music at all. Like, my dad fixes cars for a living and races cars. He's a sprint car racer. And my mom lives in Nevada now, and she's, like, a rancher, essentially. Like, she takes people on horse rides and, like, lives on a ranch. But, um, yeah, when I was younger, I just got into playing guitar and skateboarding and like started like a punk band and shit like that and then eventually just found my way to rap i guess what was the band like um it was just like we were a band for like four years and it kind of evolved a little bit from just like basic punk and then at the time we thought metalcore was cool so we tried that but we found out we weren't any good at our instruments (laughs) so we just went back to playing like punk type stuff again Mm. Were you playing shows, like, up there or, or um, in the city more? A little bit of both. Yeah. I guess, like, a lot of the shows were just kind of, like, we would do, like, the school battle of the bands, and we pretty much always lost. But um, we had, like, a couple shows, like, at Mr. Small's Theater, which is, like, in Millville. Like, a couple times we'd go to the city or go to the Butler, or, like, we played, like, in Erie and shit, too. So, like, for being young-ass kids, we actually did some shit we like put out like four demos and shit yeah never a cd but just a demo every year was that like a band that ended when high school ended yeah we broke up a little bit before then and everyone kind of went their separate way like uh the bassist of our band craig for a while him and the drummer were doing this like acoustic folk stuff but now craig plays in all these like local punk bands that like do pretty well like Mm. mower and i don't even know what other bands but he's in a bunch and he's always shredding um the dude that did vocals noah started this band after called fold collapse for a while okay but now he's a farmer he doesn't fucking do any music our drummer ended up playing guitar and he did like the folk thing and he just does like a lot of like uh, just whatever, like blue style guitar by himself and stuff. He doesn't yeah. really play out. He's kind of, I think he's like legally blind, so he doesn't go out very much. Mm. Yeah. Was like skating a big thing to you? Yeah. Far back? Yeah. yeah. Huge, man. Um, I probably started skating and rapping at like the same time, but like everyone in the band skated too. So mm. we would like practice for like a half an hour and then just like shred in like who's <laughs> ever driveway's parents' house we were at. Yeah. But um, yeah, we skated. Um, me and my friend Noah, we made like two videos. Like one was like pretty early in high school, and then we made another one called All About the Wood, which was it was tight. And then just I don't know, 
I met up with these other guys who, this kid Rob Starr, who went like the school district over from me, but he films for like the One Up guys and shit now. But we made some videos and then, yeah, yeah, dude, just always skate, film, try to put yeah. it out. What did that world mean to you back then? Uh, I don't. It was just like looking back now. I guess it's like how I met everyone, and it's like really how I learned to like socialize and shit like that, and yeah. like just kind of explore. Like I remember we'd be like kids from like Warndale, Wexford, and we'd just go to like McKnight or something, which is just like ten minutes down the road, and these cops would like yell at us like where are you from we're like we're from warner like well what the fuck are you doing down here it's like yeah. dude it's ted like we crushed every spot there already like what else is out there you know <laughs> right, right. And i still find like in pittsburgh if i find like a new back alley i've never been in i'm like yeah let's check that out and i'm just like constantly like just looking for spots and i met so many of the people i know through it like through skateboarding or music is pretty much like the only way i know people yeah and i don't know just got to travel and go to a couple of cities to skate and shit before I was like traveling for shows. So mm. that's cool. I don't know. There's like, I feel like more so when I was a kid, there used to be this like weird camaraderie where it's like you're all kind of like sort of delinquents and don't really fit in, but you're like, oh, you skate? You down? All right, yeah, let's fucking be boys. But now it's like everyone skates, so it's not like so much like that anymore. Yeah. But uh, I don't know. It's cool. And, like, rapping, you were saying, started at the same time for you? Well, probably guitar started at the same time. Oh, okay. Like, probably I was, like, 14-ish. Yeah. But then um, I played in a band for a while, and then the band broke up, and I always liked writing, and I tried to get other bands together. Like, the band probably broke up around, like, 17, and I had, like, been listening to rap and stuff and, like, writing before then, but I tried to get a band back together, and it just, like, wasn't working. I'm like, well, fuck it. I need something to do, like, by myself. Yeah. So that's when I started, like, to write a lot more and shit like that. And then I think probably started playing shows, like, a show, maybe when I was, like, 19. Mm. And, and like, what kind of influences Oh, man. I, like, someone showed me, well, actually, the first thing, there's this, like, hardcore band that had, like, a hidden track on it this band on broken wings and the hidden track was like a rap song like the singer mm. also did that yeah and in hindsight it's terrible but like at the <laughs> time i'm all like this is really fucking like this dude's like just writing and not just like saying all this bogus ass shit so i would like ask people I'm like what sounds like this and like people mm. burn me like atmosphere cds you know i'm like oh this guy's cool because when i was a kid i used to whip around with my sister and she would bump like too short and like warren g and shit I'm like, oh, yeah, this is cool. I like this stuff. But then, like, being young, I, like, tell my friends in school. They're like, no, we don't like that stuff. Yeah. I'm like, oh, okay, rap's not cool. But then, like, years later, I, like, went back. I'm like, no, it is cool. <laughs> right, right, right. Yeah, and your first show at 19, where did you play? Uh, I don't know if there was a show. I did an open mic. I was living in Baltimore. I did an open mic at, like, the Brass Monkey Saloon or something like that. Oh, I had no idea. Yeah. Okay. Like, that was a spot, right? That was something yeah. like that. I but didn't... I, yeah, so what What brought you here? Oh, nothing. Nothing. Oh, okay. Um, you just went here. Yeah, I had a couple friends that were going to Micah, and at the time I was, like, living in Oakland, like, in Pittsburgh, yeah. on Pitt Campus, and I just, like, I was working at, like, a Rite Aid, wasn't going to school, wasn't doing anything. They're like, well, you can come live with us. I was like, all right. So I just, like, moved to Baltimore for, like, three months. Oh, okay. And that's, like, when I started to, like, I guess write a lot more and more and realize I want to like start playing out and shit like that. Yeah. 
So I like went to this open mic and I did that, but I was only here for like three months and I met a few people. And then I like went back home for like a holiday and my parents were getting divorced and my mom was like moving out west to where my brother is. I was like, oh, well, I'll go with you. And then like along the way, I was like going to take a bus out to Kent, Ohio and play at Club Chameleon, if you remember that spot. Mm -mm. So I played there and I thought like my mom would like pick me up on the way, but she didn't. So I took a bus back to Pittsburgh and then I drove out west to uh, Carson City, Nevada with my mom. And then I was there for a few more months and then I moved back to Pittsburgh and I started like my first Pittsburgh show was at Garfield Artworks. I would like seek out all these like little indie rap shows. Like I only knew like a couple local guys, but any show they were on, I would just like go to by myself. And like, I'm sure that's how I saw you for the first time. And like, I finally like gave Manny like this like demo and I like wrote my number on it. And he's like, all right, well, if it makes sense, I'll call you. I'm like, yeah. fuck this guy. You going to tell me what makes sense? You know? <laughs> and then he called me one night and uh, he's like, hey, a doodlebug from Diggable Planets is coming through. I want you to open. And I was like kind of drunk and like st super shook. I'm like, oh, I don't know, man. Sounds like a big deal. You sure you want me to like trying to like talk myself out of it? <laughs> but he ended up, he put me on and that was like my first show in Pittsburgh. How'd the show go? Uh, it was a typical Garfield Art Works show. Like I think some, uh, since it was like my first show, I actually pulled like a bunch of people came out to see me. Yeah. And like probably wrapped with my eyes closed the whole time. And then they all watched me, and then it was just turned into, like, the six people or whatever stuck around. I played with, like, Kid A, who at the time was going by EM... I think it's still EMS the God. Uh, Unsung played it. Proceed, who I still talk to and, like, make music with. I talked to Unsung a little bit, too. And um, Greasy does it, and he was going by Mr. E back mm. then. And he skates, too, so I kind of, like, already knew him a little bit. yeah. Manny was, like, a big proponent of you, right, for, for a long time. Yeah. yeah. And I'm sure still. Yeah, yeah. He, he's always helped me out a lot. Yeah. I really don't know why, but everyone's like, Manny loves you. I'm like, I don't know, man. You just got to, like, get on his wavelength. I don't know. Like, <laughs> yeah. but he's always hit me up for shows, and he'll, like, call me for advice on his show once in a while, too, if he's doing, like, some, like, whatever type of rap show. He's like, how yeah. do you think this will do? They want, like, X amount of dollars. I'm like, well, what they, like give him my two cents so it's like kind of cool that he asked and stuff like that and you know what i've like played so many shows for manny where i didn't draw anyone and yeah. i'll be like dude i'm sorry like but every time i play a show i'm like yeah give me some flyers like this and that like he sees like i'm at least trying and i, oh, I yeah. think that's like what it is i might have met you not that long after but like yeah but I, i'm just thinking like what kind of content were you coming with in these oh i don't know it shows? was probably a lot just like I don't know I think Soul has some line that like put into perspective he, he like starts a song off he's like I used to rap like what's the meaning of life like a fucking white 19 year old rapper knows the meaning of life and I think that's like I'm like wow that kind of put me into perspective mm. I was like doing the same sort of shit just trying to like figure a lot of things out and it's just like pretty open ended stuff but it's like I guess maybe I'm still doing that I don't know but it's like I'm confused, like, what is, what's the purpose of this, or, like, you know? Yeah. I don't know. It's all a little vague, but I'm trying to, like, narrow it down still, but I'm, like, pretty bad. People are like, well, what do you rap about? I'm like, I don't like my life. I don't know. Maybe. Yeah, yeah. Skating, rapping, 
getting drunk, figuring out if I like my job or not. <laughs> right, right. You used to come with like the crazy like self deprecation. <laughs> yeah, you know? yeah. Which uh, I I remember. Uh, you, you know Greg Sislon, right? Uh, I don't know. Uh, I can't remember what album it was. This would be able to tell you, but like, he like bought your album at a show, and we were like driving around, yeah, listening to it, and then and then like, he's like. Yeah, he's even like self-deprecating in the liner notes. Like, yeah. <laughs> like the liner Jeez. notes were like. Yeah, that's probably that less is more because it actually had liner notes. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah, man. I like kind of. I don't know. I never like. I don't know. It, I guess it is like a negative thing, but I'm like, oh, you know, I'm just putting it out there. That's got to be positive. But it's like, no, that kind of like I see other people doing it now. I'm like, dude, like you're making like people's like buttholes like pucker up you know it's mm. like making us feel a little uncomfortable and it's like i don't know that was never really like my intent and shit so i don't know it's like a lot more i don't know not quite like that anymore I don't yeah think. yeah even though it still might be like serious and like sometimes like downer stuff but it's i don't know i don't i'm not like i fucking hate myself <laughs> right right and like yeah i mean i noticed that at the the, the like the show last night I felt like, as the audience, our balls were busted, yeah. in, in, in addition to you busting your own balls. Yeah. You, you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, it's like, nobody wants to, like, go to your show and get bummed out, you know? Right, right, So it's right. like, I might be taking off, like, some serious stuff, quote-unquote, <clears throat> but it's also, like, I don't know, it's pretty, like, tongue-in-cheek, like, try to, like, mess around and, like, make people laugh. I don't yeah, know. yeah, totally. You've been like touring and stuff for a pretty long time yeah like when when did you first oh uh, man probably when i was like i don't know if these were like full-on tours but like right when i was as soon as i could play out of town i did you know, yeah probably like freshly 21 i would like drive up to boston for like one or two shows you know and then i would be back i remember one time i played a show in boston on monday night with like kathy cathodic and defcon who is now like pretty much gray skull or gray sky not gray skull oh gray sky appeal yeah gray yeah, sky yeah, appeal. yeah and um and radix i think as well but um i played a show with these guys like monday night went back chilled a little bit at like kathy's place drank some teas i'm like well, fuck it i gotta go to school tomorrow morning and i just like drove all the way through the night and yeah. went to class tuesday morning <laughs> so like as soon as i could get out of town to play shows you know i don't know because like I wasn't really gaining any ground in Pittsburgh, it didn't seem like. Yeah. So I was like, well, whatever. Like, I can play a show for five people in Pittsburgh, or I can play a show for five people in Youngstown. Like, what's the Yeah, cares? five new people. Yeah, exactly. And then in doing that, people are like, oh, you tour? Like, that's crazy, man. You must be doing really well. <laughs> like, Not really, but I just do it. Right, right. I thought it was interesting last night. You were saying how, like, you feel like you're skills as a rapper have benefited by like playing all these different types of shows yeah yeah you definitely like learn how to like i don't know i mean i try not to like be like oh i'm doing this for the crowd but like there's like ways to appeal to like a different audience yeah. you know like i'm not gonna like some super braggadocio rap that might go over well at like a rap show i'm not gonna like do it at like an acoustic folk show or something you right know? right so you definitely like learn how to like sharpen your teeth on stuff like that 
Like like uh, like with hip hop shows, a lot of times I feel like, like when it starts to feel like a pissing contest or something, yeah. I I, I kind of like just tune out. Yeah. Like I just like shut down or something. It like, but but you feel like, yeah, to some degree. Oh yeah yeah like I feel like I have you have to like earn your stripes in that right too. right yeah yeah because I'll meet like some people that rap that never play rap shows they're like mm. yeah you gotta play this I'm like well yeah man it's easy to like impress people that aren't rap fans right you know, it doesn't right, mean you're right. a good rapper yeah so it's like learn how to be a good rapper and then you can play those other shows not to say I'm like I'm just, you know not to say like I'm a great rapper or anything but you know what I mean but like, I, I, I think... I'm still trying to like hone my skill within like the rap genre too you know I don't know uh, yeah yeah I feel like every time we play together or I see you it's it's more on point I, I don't know a set that I was like particularly impressed by which is not maybe the most memorable night but that like show where our tours cross paths in like maybe like Danbury Connecticut yeah it, like that like Dude, bike yeah it was like that was so long ago. Me, you, Dark Time Sunshine. Yeah. And then Chesky showed up that night, too. I just was like, wow, my man really, like, held it down in this, like, really awkward situation. Yeah, it was just, like, some dirty old locals at the bar. Yeah. was, like, it. I felt like I could see, like, wow, my man is, like, doing this, like, one-man tour. Yeah. And go- going to, like, the craziest spots. Yeah. And, like, I could see how that would be, like, invaluable for you know for your like skills or whatever yeah yeah a lot of times i was just doing that stuff by myself too because i didn't know like anyone else that was like really trying to go out and play shows and would like do any part of the footwork too so it's like well fuck Mm. it i just go by myself drive eight hours play a couple shows and head back how does it feel to do that i don't know man it's that last night like a or actually, like, a month ago is probably, like, a better way to put it into perspective. Like, I had to get up at, like, 6 in the morning. I rode my bicycle to downtown, locked it up at the Greyhound station, took the Greyhound to Philadelphia, and then from there I just had, like, eight hours to kill to a show in New Jersey. So I was mm. just, like, skating around. And then, um, like, so this kid, I Alive, gave me a ride to the show. Oh, I yeah. went out, played the show. And then the next morning, it was just like, all right, got to find my way back to Pittsburgh. From like I, Trenton? From, well, I was, it was in Pine Hill, New Jersey. Oh, okay. And I, like, stayed in a really weird place in Philadelphia that night. And I could have took the Megabus home, but I knew some girl that was, like, in, like, Downingtown or something like that. And she's like, oh, I'm driving back to Pittsburgh today. So I had to, like, figure out a ride to get to her. And, oh, like, okay. I don't know, man. Sometimes it's like, why am I doing this? But then I play the shows, and they're, like, super fun. Super fun. Yeah. Even when it's just, like, 15 people, you know? And just to, like, see, like, people's, like, reaction on their face. It's like, oh, this is, like, a worthwhile thing I'm doing. Yeah. Because I've had a lot of people make me feel like it's really not, you know? How so? Uh, Just, like, I don't know, man. Just, like, sometimes people make you feel pretty vain for, like, doing art. Because it's, like, especially, like, rap, it's, like, oh, come to my show, come look at me, come do this. Right, You really have to, like, sell yourself, which I hate doing. Yeah. But that's all kind of part of it. But hopefully they get something back from it, but... Oh, yeah, definitely. I don't know. Yeah, I've definitely had people, like... Some people are, like, super into it. They're like, wow, you're really doing this, and they think it's, like, something that it's not. And then some people are just like, 
yeah, I don't know why you're doing that. Like, mm. it's, it's pretty worthless. So, it's weird. The live show part of it, it's like, it feels real to me, and it's like, in a way, like, the only thing that is real. Like, yeah. Like, I think if, just like, if you strip that away, and like, we just had to deal with whatever else. There yeah. Were, if it's like, if we just had like Facebook and yeah. YouTube, I feel like I would just stop. I'd be like, yeah. this sucks, you know? Yeah, I wouldn't be able to like push myself the yeah. same way. It's like, I want to write cool songs that I can perform live. You know, that's like just the biggest part of it for me, you know? Right, right. And it's just a totally different way to like reach people, you know? Like last night, I got rid of some CDs. I can do whatever on the internet, but... It's nothing like putting a CD in like someone's hand. They're like, yeah. oh, I like, I like this, and it's like a different experience. That like, I know I'm weirdo. I get like attached to like the CDs. I was like trying to downsize my CD collection. I was like, oh man, I remember when this dude gave me. I can't get rid of this, you know? Right, right, right. It's so much different than like downloading an album or something. What's been like the best tour? Um, I've done a couple tours with Baker that were pretty fun. I guess, like, we did this, like, short run a while ago that was just, like, four stops. We played Youngstown, Philly, AC, and, like, Dover, Delaware, which I've never been to Delaware before, so mm. that was cool. But that was fun, and we, like, wrote a song while we were on tour, which, like, I hardly ever get to do. Oh, I, like, yeah. took my dog, too, which was, like, awesome. Oh, cool. And we played a skate park, and after the show, the dude, like open up the skate park and just like let us shred and like drink beers there yes yeah so that's was, awesome uh, yeah that was like the dream for me my dog yeah. was like walking around like following behind me while i skate <laughs> that's awesome yeah so that was probably like the most fun one it was just like a little four day it wasn't like yeah. long enough to really get stressed we had places set up to stay so it was good one thing i wanted to talk about was the zine yeah like when did that start i don't know maybe it's been like close to two years that I've been putting out like, yeah. physical copies but it was something that I just wanted to do for a long time and it just like took me forever to like finally do it like I used to get like Al Burian would put all his zines together and like sell them as like his book like the burn collector mm. and I would just like read this stuff it was in like that magazine punk planet back in the day oh, okay I don't know I'm like oh this is cool it's just like a, he's like a little DIY author and like this and that and then, I don't know, man. I just wanted to do the zine because it's, like, I feel like I'm having all these, like, unique experiences and, like, meeting these artists that, like, otherwise don't have much of a publicity. Yeah. So, like, well, these dudes are killing it, but, you know, whatever magazine's not going to write about them. So, it's, like, just do this. I don't know. Yeah. And I wanted to, like, hone my skill as, like, a writer, too, because I would love to contribute to, like, a real magazine someday. Mm. But it just keeps me motivated to, like, write and shoot photos and, like, document my life and my friend's art and stuff like that. Yeah. So. I think it's really good. And it's it's really, like, there's something just, like, charming yeah. about, again, like, ha the having, like, the physical yeah. thing, too. It's crazy, man. Like, probably the second issue I did, it, it was, like, it was just, like, doing so much better than my raps. Like, mm. these, like this shop, like Sit and Spin Records in Philadelphia, like sent me a message like, hey, we saw like your zine. Can we get some copies? Like we'll pay you for shipping, like whatever. Like we know it's a free zine, but we'll hook you up so you can get that shit out here. Yeah. I was like, damn, like, you know, I've been rapping for like eight years or whatever. Right, right. But um, it's cool, man. 
Do you feel like conflicted about that? No, no, I don't know. Like, I don't. I don't either. Yeah. I feel like some people would like look at that as like, oh, it should be the music or something. But yeah, I don't know. It's just. I feel like you got to be realistic about like how much different stuff. Yeah. People have to check out. It, yeah, like if people yeah. if people are paying attention to anything you do, it's yeah, like it's amazing. Exactly. <laughs> you know? Do you find also like it's nice to do something where you you're not like asking something of someone but just helping someone else? Yeah. Out? Yeah. It's not like Yeah, how I was saying like shows is like come look at me, come do this. It's yeah. not like, "Oh, all right. I'll do this interview with you." Like, yeah, it's, it's not me. Like I've, I don't know. Sometimes I like feel super vain doing all the shows and shit. You know. Yeah, yeah. It's nice to do something that I'm not the center of attention for. Right, right. Like my name's hardly in it. You know, just like a minor liner note. And that's it. I was talking with Gavin the other day about how we were talking about how booking a tour can be so like draining mm-hmm. as far as being like hey it's me yeah. like help me again yeah. like you know and like like he feels the need like to just ramp up helping other not even necessarily the same people yeah but just like yeah I understand putting yourself out and being like I can help with this this and yep. this you know how many uh, issues have you have you done I think I only have like probably five out this okay. probably be like my sixth or yeah. something I'm trying to like get a site to launch with it at the same time oh cool yeah and I'm trying I'm thinking about doing like a little podcast too where like you should man cause people give me like all this cool music that I wanna like share with people and then I figure like well maybe I can take like little snippets out of the interviews too and like oh I was talking to Isid and like he like dropped this knowledge on me that's like cool to share yeah and my one friend was he worked for uh, Skateboarder Magazine, but I was, like, talking to him about, like, well, how do I know what to put online and what to put in print? And he's like, well, Thrasher puts it all in both. Like, you have twice the eyes with the same amount of content. It doesn't really, like, affect sales for their hard copies because, like, that's, yeah. like, a different breed of someone that, like, like I want the, the physical copy, you know? Right, like, I don't right. really read a lot of shit online that I can read in print. So I've been thinking about doing that. So, like, well, fuck it. If I'm online in print, and they can just, like, sit in their car and listen to it. I don't know. Because, I don't know, people just give me, like, cool CDs, like, just trading with people. I'm like, wow, this is really cool. I want to, like, show this to someone. But Oh, yeah. That's so, a, that's awesome. Yeah. So, but then it's also like, man, do I want to, like, put in all that work and, like, be like, you have 34 streams on this. It's like, that would be kind of heartbreaking to know and, like, see that. It's like all that effort you're putting in like the zine is kind of like anonymous right right. I never see like the results like it's not like oh you handed 200 out and 10 people read them right 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 I don't think you should worry about that yeah I try not to I didn't want to like go through all the releases necessarily but like do you want to like talk about the the newest EP yeah um I just put out slow and steady which is like seven tracks that are produced mostly by Jumbled, I think two by Joey Smooth and one by DJ Nebula of Political Animals. Oh, nice. Yeah. Um, I didn't realize that. I think when I put out Aim High, Fall Hard, I was like kind of on like a segue of like, 
I don't know if segue is the right word. A transition from like, sometimes I would just like rap slow. Just like, it's like, ah, you know, I'm not trying to be in anyone's face. And then someone, a couple people were like, no, you sound like shit doing that. I was all like, oh yeah, watch this. Mm. So like, definitely some of the tracks are a little slower on this one. Just to like, I feel like I had to do it just to prove I could. Yeah. And then I was also like in a transition from my life where like, I feel like a lot of the older releases, I was just like drunk and depressed, which kind of go hand in hand, you know? And this one, it was kind of like a transition to like a blue collar type thing. It's like, all right, like you got to work, you got to figure it out. You got to do, if you want to make art, you're going to have to work harder to do that. Yeah. So I don't know, like the content shifted a little bit and the style did. I don't know if I'm going to keep rapping slow like that. I feel like I could maybe try something else now. But, um, yeah, I'm pumped on it, man. Yeah, I like it a lot, man. Thanks, dude. I appreciate it. I feel like Jumbo killed it with yeah. these beats. Yeah, man. A lot of people are like, he'll like send beats to some of my friends and then I really turn them around. But they're like, yeah, you figured out how to rap on the Jumbo beat. <laughs> like, it's a great mix, a great pair. I'm like, yeah, I, I guess. I don't know, man. Yeah, yeah. So it's it's been cool. I've been getting like some positive feedback and stuff, which is like kind of nice. Before that, like, in general, like, who's some of the main people that have been making the beats? Um, well, it was, like, kind of... I've never really had too many, like, consistent production assists or whatever. Um, I can probably go over it, like, real fast. Sure, Less sure. is more. Um, this dude, Tybo, who, like, grew up... Well, he moved to my hometown, but he was, like, way older than me. And then, like, I just met him once I was living in Pittsburgh because he skateboarded and he worked with one of my friends. But um, he's given me some beats of the years. In my first release, he had, like, two on there. And he moved to Sacramento, but, like, I, he's still doing some stuff. And then I had this kid that I played... Not, I wasn't a band with, but my band played with his band, Jimmy Noodles. He did some stuff on my first one. He doesn't make beats anymore. Like, Greasy Does It gave me one. Um, Blood Money gave me one, mm. which was, like, kind of random because I, I don't really know him that well. Quality oh, from nice. Mustache Required. Oh, yeah. yeah. Proceed gave me a couple, and I've been supposed to do a project with him for a while. Uh, I think I think Momwan Nadon gave me a couple beats on that one. Oh, nice. Yeah. And, like, I'm in a group with those guys now. What's the group? Well, the the surface level records, oh, the, right, the label, right. collective crew, whatever. So I don't know. So I feel like it's it's a lot of just random people, man. Which is like kind of why I've always been hesitant to put out like a full length, because it's like I feel like I don't have like a consistent sound, because I don't have like consistent production. Mm. You know, if I had like someone I was really like working with, it'd be different. And so I guess that's, like, a good thing about Jumbled is, like, we're figuring out how to work with each other, like, via email. Yeah. But, um, because, like, a lot of times people just, like, they're like, all right, here's the beat. It's like, well, I'll, I'll, you know, this doesn't, I need something a little different, you know? Yeah. But it's tough, man. I would love to produce. When I was, like, younger, I did a little bit, but, and then I didn't have a computer for years. I was like, eh, whatever. Yeah. And it's just, like, I got so much stuff going on, and I don't want to, like, half-ass all these beats and stuff so so like what what do you have going on coming up you know well in january i got a few shows in florida that's right yeah i'm pretty pumped like i played there a couple years ago and it was cool and i kind of just always want to get out of pittsburgh in the winter 
So I was just like, ah, eh, make a couple of shows out of it. Yeah. So I'm going to fly down to Fort Myers, see some friends, play some shows, and then I play. That's like Tuesday, January 26th. I play in Cape Coral. Thursday, January 28th in Orlando. And Friday, January 29th in Tallahassee. Yeah. yeah. So it's just like a little short run. But I'm going to have to take the bus to all these spots. So I don't want to like do too much and just be like mega stressed out the whole time. And then after that, I don't know, man. I'm finishing up this, like... Have you seen that collab a month project I've been doing? No. Yeah, I don't... I try not to post anything on my personal Facebook page. Oh, okay. And so I don't reach anyone. But, um... <laughs> um yeah, like, every month in 2015, I've been, like, trying to work with, like, a different set of artists. And just, like, all right, like, let's write, record, and release a song this month. Yeah. Just, like, a... It's just, like, a practice and, like, learning how to, like, release... Just, like, learning how to work with people like that, yeah. you know? So I've done one every month. My November one, we still have to record it. That's actually why I'm going home tonight, so I can record it tomorrow with those guys. And then I have one in December. Oh, okay. And then I'll be done with it. And I've had this one kid doing, like, sketches of, like, all our faces. This kid, it's funny, Dante Lombardi, in, like, second grade, we played football together. Uh-huh. And, like, he was the bad kid. Like, for sure. And then, like, later when our, like, middle schools linked up, we were in the same high school, and he was still bad. But he, like, <laughs> all my friends liked him and shit. I'm like, I don't know, this kid's, he's got a mean streak. And then we started to be friends, and he was, like, a graffiti writer and stuff. And then he dropped out of high school. And then, um, and then I knew he was out doing graffiti and shit, and I hadn't heard from him in a while. And I think he got caught up in, like, some whatever trouble. And then, like, I saw him a while later, and he was just, like, he showed up at Most Wanted Fine Arts, and he told Jason, he's like, I want to be an artist, and everyone says, like, you're the dude to talk to. And he's just been, like, killing it since then. Mm. Like, just, like, you see his art everywhere in Pittsburgh now, so I'm like, yeah, dude, like, anytime I can, like, have a small budget, I'm like, Dante, do this. Because I'm just, like, stoked that the kid, like, he was just, like, some bad graffiti, like, not bad at graffiti, just, like, a bad kid. Right, right, right. He was always getting in trouble for graffiti as, like... A pretty prominent artist now in Pittsburgh, I think. That's awesome. Yeah, so. But yeah, he's been doing like sketches of the artist for like continuity. Yeah. It's been a fun project. And it's like all what my SoundCloud is right now, if you look at that. Oh, I gotta check that out, man. Yeah. Well, cool, man. Uh, any Anything else you want to mention or anything? Um, I don't know, man. Not really. Cool, cool. Yeah. Well, Man, thanks so much for... Yeah, dude, thanks thanks for having me. It was cool. Been listening for a while. Oh. I finally got made down for one. All right, thanks again to my man. I'll be back at full volume next week. See you then.